The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. What you do see is you go to patreon.com slash sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. And you type that little address in there, and then you say, I would like to subscribe for a dollar, or two dollars, or three dollars, or five dollars, because I want to get the music, or ten dollars, because I want my name at the end of the show, or whatever reason you're going to be supporting the Sun Ranto Show and keeping us on the air, whether it's that you want to help us pay our website hosting bill, which is coming up for 200 bucks, whether it's you want to help us pay to keep the show streaming on StreamYard, what, if you just want to help buy us tickets or beer. If you would buy each one of us a beer for doing this show per year, well, that's like subscribing basically at like the $3 level. So get it done. You get the show early, ad-free. There's perks at every level. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us. It's how we keep the lights on here. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Here's the show. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto With Michael Sunranto And Crawley Sunranto and the lovable loser Sunranto With Michael Sunranto And Crawley Sunranto and the lovable losers Sunranto It certainly is, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Danny Rocket. We got Michael Cotton. Crawley, he's got to go to work. Like I go to work today. <laughs> yeah, well, I already work today, so I don't really feel that bad for him. Uh, you know, I work all the time. I never take a day off. I never take a moment off except for yesterday. I didn't. Yesterday, last night's game was one of the first games that I did not watch a moment of in years that I can think unless like unless I was definitely had to do something else or fell asleep or got I don't know like it is I did not it's the first one you chose not to watch or or look at like I was gonna put it on to be honest and then the White Sox scored five runs and I'm like I'm not putting this on like there's no point I don't even care if it's a miraculous comeback you know, because I don't even care that they would win. Like, does that make sense? Like, you know, because how did they win? Is like the White Sox were like, hey, we're winning by so much. Let's let our position players pitch. And then they have a miraculous comeback. And then, you know, it would have been some shit show of a bullshit. And, yeah, uh, Bill, just delete that. You're yeah, fine. Yeah, just d- delete that one and <laughs> move on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bill writes in, so delete DVR copy without watching. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even look at the highlights. Like, when I was hanging out with my neighbors, they just got married uh, on Saturday. And, you know, we, in, like a lot of people do in Chicago, we share a porch. 
And so uh, I did, I got it in my head. I'm like, hey, it'd be nice if I decorated their porch up, you know, put some balloons up and a just married sign. So I go over to Party City and I make it happen. You know what I mean? But I didn't expect that I was going to be hanging out all night. But uh, we ended up hanging out all night. And a couple other neighbors came over to wish them well. We all had a toast and everything. And we ended up hanging out. And, like, I was going to put the game on. I was just going to have it there, you know, on my computer or whatever. No point to it. No. So that completed the sweep. Um, I, I do want to get into that series just, like, for a moment. I do not want to talk about it that much. But um, I think we should start here. Anthony Rizzo has COVID. Yeah. Surprising yep. absolutely nobody. So um, Li- Lindsay Adler, I believe, uh, broke the story. Um, she writes about the Yankees. I think she's a beat writer. Anthony Rizzo tested positive for COVID. Aaron Boone said he's on the injured list, IL. And then John Brooks, I got an early TFC here, uh, flexing cube. He said he was still doing his own research, revaccines. So got to respect his hands-on approach. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I saw a lot of those. Um, this is the TFC I picked up for that. Uh, seems like his decision not to get vaccinated resulted in catching the virus, yeah. and resulted is spelled R-I-Z-Z-O-L-T-E-D. Yeah. I feel this sucks. Like, Anthony Rizzo, I mean, I wanted him to stay a Cub. I think he makes a great Yankee. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, especially they got, like, the Italian stallions because they got Gallo and Rizzo, and, you know, they're going to do something and, like, sell meatball sandwiches from some Brooklyn eatery at some point. He makes a good Yankee. And for this to happen, the Yankees were surging with him, yep. with those two players. The Yankees were surging. They, uh, also, COVID has been surging. But yeah, on That's the Yankees. The yeah. <laughs> they obviously have to make a few changes to their protocols if they want to compete. But this is the exact thing that I was pissed about when I heard that Rizzo would not get vaccinated because the Cubs were in first place when we found that out. Yeah. And then – Ever since then, we find that out. We find out Jay Hayes not vaccinated, and then the whole you know situation, the whole season went down the shithole. So, uh, and I don't think there's any connection there between us finding that out and the season going down the shithole. Um, but I, but I do feel sad that he was surging on the the Yankees, and then it all fucking went down. And I was pissed that he didn't didn't, didn't get vaccinated for this exact reason. He just fucked over the team. Yeah, and there, uh, he was all excited, as was lots of Chicago fans, to play in the Field of Dreams game this week yeah. and come back to Chicago, play down in the great. You know, like, there were going to be a lot of people going to that the game. What? To What? The what? The great. Oh, oh is that Gu- what they call it now? Guaranteed oh, yeah. great. I, always, I yeah. lose track, yeah. I just call it the great, yeah. whatever. But uh, it's it's a not so great though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think of G R A T E like uh, the G rate, uh, the G spot, a great in the uh, above the, you know, in the sidewalks. Those greats. I mean, like in the sewer, like a the sewer great. Sewer great, yeah, yeah, that's what I think of. Sewer great. That's pretty much <laughs> is what it looks like to me. Yeah. So um, yeah, but. Everybody was excited for him to come back. And they all bought tickets. He was going to play in uh, in Iowa in a cornfield. Everybody was excited. And you know what? Hey, that's what fucking happens. Get the fucking vaccine, people. It's it's not hard. Yeah. You know? We got a couple of chat, uh, uh, 
comments here in the chat. Robert Sanchez says, screw the Yankees. I bought tickets to Saturday's game. I was going to, too. I was going to go on Sunday. I'm glad I held off. Bill wonders, uh, did Kevin get doggy COVID? I would guess, yeah. I'm Dogs sure, can get COVID. I'm sure the whole family has it now. You know, yeah. that's just, that's how that shit works. That's how pandemics go. Um, Deidre has zero sympathy. Hi, Deidre. Um, yeah. And Bernie says, hey, depressed Cub fans. Hi. Good yeah. to see you. And Nick says, Jesus, y'all so mad. Yep. Yeah. I'm we just, are. I mean, and can I tell you, falling I, I apart. We're falling <laughs> apart. This is not fun. This is not fun. Um, I, and, you know, I'll tell you, I thought of something yesterday is like the, the concept of the Cubs trading all our favorite players um, for teenagers and not and knowing that we're not going to see a lot of these guys for a while. Um, and knowing that the price of beer at Wrigley will never come down, the price of tickets will be dynamically maybe quite a little different, you know, for your season ticket holder. They're certainly not going to sell many tickets, so the price will have to come down, at least on the secondary market. It's already dead on the vine as far as StubHub goes the rest of the season. Right. And no, nobody's going, so come on down and, like, literally go for free. You saw much. how many empty seats there were with the Sox in town, and, I mean yeah. – I guess we should have known that the Sox fans won't show up, but yeah, <laughs> you, Burn. You, you figured with both teams in the same town, they, you know, it it's would have usually, been a little more full. Yeah, it's usually a good game. Those tickets were down around like twenty, twenty-five bucks by game time on Friday. I noticed. Um, but my my here's the thing: I was thinking, I'm like, so that it's going to remain high. Cubs are one of the top ticket prices in the league. Every anybody that bought tickets before the the Blue Massacre. Um, it got screwed over because you paid high prices for for, for a team that's not going to be there. So it, I likened it to this. Like, my girlfriend runs a theater that I work at all the time. Now, what if for, like, two years we, like, raise ticket prices, make everybody pay, like, $50 to come see our plays, but all our plays are terrible? Like, Everything, the actors are bad, the lighting sucks, the sound design's bad, there's no good set, and all the plays are And we're like, trust us, keep coming to our theater, because in three years, we might put on a good play. And then, but you, you want to keep coming, though. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you come out to the, the old theater. You'll have a good time and watch this bullshit. That's what I'm likening this moment to. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. were a Broadway show and this was what was going on, you'd close. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would. I mean, this is uh, this is Hamilton in its first run, right? You get all the super, superstars, and uh, they're making whatever they're making because that was the first go-around. Yeah. And now, now, we're on the, the and now they can all get raises, and the company's like, you know what? Fuck you. We're getting rid of all of you and we're bringing in uh, non-equity you know, actors. All these all these other people are going to play for less. And they can't sing. They can't sing. They, they can't yeah, dance. They, but people they, just keep some coming seeing Hamilton. Right. Well, but all the people who bought those tickets, you know, because they had to buy them, you know, so far out to go see it. And then they get there and they're like, well, fuck, this sucks. And then, you know, they're never going to go back to that theater or, or for that company to anything again, because yeah. why would they? Now, as an understudy and somebody that's understudied before, I, I will say that oftentimes 
the understudies are way more talented than the rate the regular guy <laughs> i'm just speaking for myself of course though <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it sucks we got swept by the white Sox. rizzo has covid i feel bad for him i hope he gets well soon but he's a fucking idiot um Here's what I, my takeaways from the sock. Do you have any poems? Did you write any poems about this series? I did. Oh, okay. So I, I get those uh, together, and I, yeah, I'll, I'll tell I'll, you my I'll takeaway. They're they're over on Reddit. If people are wondering where all these poems are, you can find them on my Twitter page. I I actually write them on Twitter, so they have to be a certain like short length in order to fit that format. And then I post them all in a row over at uh, Reddit r slash sunranto. Cool. Yeah, go there. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room app. Did you know that every Tuesday, uh, the members of the Sunranto Show, myself, Crawley, and Michael, get together for a conversation with you on the Spotify Green Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, won't you join us there? Uh, you can download it for either Android or the iPhone app store and uh you know we kind of get together we have a conversation about something cubs related or baseball related or sometimes we just have a conversation with artist matt camber you never know what's going to happen over there on tuesdays at 6 p.m at the spotify green room app here's what you do uh you download it and um then you follow Sunranto Show, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O-S-H-O-W, and you link your Twitter in there, and uh, you know, pretty soon you're having conversations with people like me. Um, it's totally participatory. Oh, that was hard to say. And it's a lot of fun. So check us out Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app, and check out everything it's got to offer. See you at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Spotify Green Room app. Free. Um, so here's my takeaway. Man, I couldn't believe the Cubs struck out 17 times on Saturday. That was just really insane. Carlos Rodon, who the the White Sox, you know, I mean, I know he had been on the Sox, but they didn't pay shit for him, and now he's like a resurgent Rodon. It's like pretty – what he did to the Cubs lineup was pretty incredible, even though we have a bunch of minor league guys in there. Um, Adbert Alzali on that same game I thought was really good. Really, maybe the best – he game was good. Pitch. Yeah. And he, we, he, he gave up two runs early. Yeah. Nickel right? and dime runs. There was a one ball banged up the wall, but those those guys shouldn't even been on base. It was bullshit. Yeah, it they, it was not anything to be worried about. You give up two runs in the first inning when you're, you know, getting your legs under you sort of that is not insurmountable. It's not bad. He pitched really well after that. Yeah. And uh I thought it was exciting. Game one was really exciting. You know, with the Andrew Romine tying it up like that's some high drama for a Cubs Sox series, especially because, uh, you, you know, the Cubs aren't playing. Those rookies are playing just to to play like they want it for the reasons that they're looking for jobs. Like everybody's auditioning yeah. for the, their own futures and in the electric a- atmosphere of a Cubs Sox game and a packed house, those, you know, Andrew Romine delivered with that basket shot and that was a beautiful beautiful thing and um it's also the only play of the entire game that i missed yeah <laughs> because the tv went that i was watching at my mom's uh retirement community and the tv that the it was streaming and the yeah. stream died right but at that moment i was trying to fix it and i couldn't fix it so we're like hey, let's just go listen to it up at your apartment so <laughs> I look at my phone and I was like, oh my God, they tied it. <laughs> I was like, well, 
watch this whole boring-ass game this whole time, one thing happens and I miss it because of stupid internet. Yep. Um, yeah. And then the last thing I want to say about this is I'm really sad that we didn't trade Zach Davies. Oh, my God. Yeah. So apparently uh, Williams, and I know uh, you've got something in here from Richard Williams, but, yeah, Trevor Williams, the, the Cubs basically offered Williams or Davies, and the Mets got to choose, and they chose the fucking right thing. You yeah. know, because – as bad as Williams is, he's he's not Zach Davies. Like at least he, I don't know he he has had some good games. He's got some upside. Davies had a couple of good games in May, I think, but that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. He started off okay, and then he was bad. Uh, I'll do my TFC from Richard Williams here. He said Cubs traded a guy who loved being a Cub, loved his teammates, but I've seen this for fifty plus years. But this trade was personal, and it hurt. Watched Trev pitch his heart out tonight, and I will continue to cheer him and his team on until he throws his last pitch. So he's hurt. I mean, he yeah, loved but, having his – he's a big Cub fan, you know? I mean – It's so funny, though, <laughs> that he has, to, he has to tell us, I'm going to go – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheer for the Mets now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to follow my son and cheer for the Mets. You're like, dude, that's fine. The Cubs aren't going to win any more games. Like, just just go. Just we'll so see, I, you. I actually, see you next year. I actually posted uh, just a shit post on Twitter, just joking around something about Richard Williams not going with him. <laughs> like, he was going to stay with the Cubs and, and you know, watch the games or whatever. <laughs> just joking around. I had, like – over 300 likes on that thing. That's that's a number that I never hit, right? People, that thing just kept going on and on for days after that. People laughing about thinking about Richard Williams staying with the Cubs instead of following Trevor, <laughs> which I put it out there kind of like, yeah, this is a fucking shitty joke, whatever. It's bad. Everybody's going to make this joke. And uh, the worse the joke, the better it does. Apparently. Oftentimes. Um, so yeah, let's get, let's get some poetry and then we could get off this stupid series. I don't want to talk about it. It sucked, yeah. you know, All poetry. Right. I, that's what I want to hear. Poetry. Well, I don't know how, you know, yeah, poetic it's, it is, but we're going <laughs> to give it a shot. So Cubs poem one eleven. Chicago White Sox eight Chicago Cubs six game seven was long ago. Looking around at the starters supporting Hendo. Names only known on one side of the city where L flags are flown. They tried hard to win. Romine even took Kimbrel Yard. But Clown Ball can kick. Oh, <laughs> I said I actually I actually read it wrong. They tried hard to win. Romine even took Kimbrel Yard. But Clown Ball can kick rocks. W stands for White Sox. Yeah. No, that was a nice one. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, we should talk about that, too, because to me, we won the entire series the moment that you took Kimbrel yard. Like, rocking Kimbrel after just trading him to the South. I wanted that win so bad. I thought that the whole series might have gone differently had the Cubs come back and demoralized the White Sox. But you know that really pissed off Sox fans, and I loved it. Yeah, I actually, I was, so on my iPad, 
is which is in the house. I can't bring it out here because I don't have uh, Wi-Fi out here. I have a TFC on there that I wanted to bring, and it was about how Kimbrel could do no wrong today. Like Cubs fans love him, the White Sox fans love him, and then you know, then of course the whole meme and how yeah. that and how that, that work, how yeah. that turned out. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I I really enjoyed taking Kimbrel Yard. Not that I did it, but a, a man of uh, pretty equal baseball quality to me <laughs> did it. I yeah. nobody expected a Romine to do that, including Romine. <laughs> oh yeah. So, and we'll we'll talk about him later. If anybody's wondering, we're gonna get off uh, our normal track. We're gonna talk about all these new players today. Yeah, yeah you, you gotta get a watch him. Bit, but yeah, that Romine. I've got a little bit about that which is somewhat interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to Cubs poem 112. Chicago White Sox 4, Chicago Cubs 0. Cubs have got no core. Just can't win if you can't score. Ricketts acting like the poor. Fans are looking for more. Adbert threw it nice. White Sox only scored twice. But the L flag's flying like a kite because White Sox had that ice. Nice. A little bit of a it was a kind of a rap. Little rap. I had to yeah, you know, you gotta speed things up when you know, and if if people don't understand like poetry, it's only half the thing when you're reading it. You gotta, you know if you don't know what the 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 writer is actually thinking, sometimes it's hard to follow the, the train as I fucked up the first poem because I didn't even know what I was thinking when I was reading it. <laughs> it's, it's poetry. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, I had to, I had to give Adbert a little bit of props on that one. It was good. I thought he pitched great. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then this one, uh, I just, I didn't know what the fuck you'd say about this, this game. There was really nothing to say. So here we go. Uh, Cub poem 113, White Sox nine, Cubs three. David Ross rhymes with loss. Sox sweep. Cubs are deep. Down in rank. This weekend stank, and that's that's it. It's not really a, a recap, or it's just. I mean, what the fuck are you gonna do with this? Did you even watch the game? Did you? I mean, did you start watching it and then stop and went and just did no. something else? You actually watched it? I did not watch it. I was following it. Uh, wife and I went out for a uh, date night. Uh, we went to dinner and a movie. I went and saw a movie called Annette. Uh, you can all skip that one. It's fine. It, it was Adam Driver as the lead in a musical, and he cannot sing very well. Marion Cotillard plays a, uh, his wife, who is an opera singer. She was good. There's this little girl at the end. She sings. She's good. Adam Driver is not good. He's, he's not like a great singer. And the movie was two hours and 19 minutes of drama based like dull drama based operatic stuff at times there was interest like and even that was better than watching this game <laughs> because i would check the score and i'd be like ah i'm kind of glad I, like every time i checked the cubs score while i was in the theater i was like oh well okay this movie's not so bad even though the movie was terrible yeah, it was, it was not a good night for entertainment, apparently, all around. Um, uh, Sugus, Sugus says, uh, Suicide Squad, more enjoyable. Yeah, I tell you, hanging out on my porch and getting drunk on champagne uh, was more enjoyable than listening to, to smooth jazz. 
all last night was way more enjoyable. I, I think I caught last night perfectly. Um, um, okay, so Pincus asks, when are we getting the cotton diss track of Michael Cerami? And uh, you're going to have to elaborate on that. I'm not sure why. Is it the – I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know why I would need to diss Michael Cerami. I mean, he likes Ian Happ. That's the only thing, really. <laughs> I mean, that's he's just dissing himself every time he fucking, you know, hey, he, glows. That's, that's a that's a cell phone right there. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we were on this today show. Yeah, take a little bit of a, a break from talking about losing to the South Southside Sox. Um, but, uh, and talk about some of the new guys that we're going to have to watch for probably a lot of these guys, maybe just we're watching them this year, you know, uh, some of them, maybe we're watching. Oh, I hope we're only yeah. watching some of these guys for this year. Yeah. Some of them, we might be watching a little bit longer than that. And some of them will might enjoy watching a little bit longer than that. So without further ado, uh, let's talk about the new faces in the lineup. Yeah. I, am I, I'm first. I see. I'm up first. I'm first. Yeah. So I got. Frank Schwindel. Now, but besides having a, a great name, uh, <laughs> exactly. he really does. Like that's a great name. He's from uh, Livingston, New Jersey. He was drafted by the Royals in 2013 in the 18th round. Um, he hit that kind of meaningless homer against the White Sox. But I, I liked, I liked the heart there, Frankie. You know, way to go. Uh, so he's a little bit of a hero in my book, a useless hero. Yeah, um, we claimed him <laughs> off waivers from the A's. Uh, he only plays first base. Uh, he's a, well, pinch hit, I guess, is a position, um, too. Um, he's not arbitration eligible, eligible till 2024. Let's take a look at his uh, stats here. Um, you know, he got a little pop, you know, t- hit 24 home runs in Triple A. Ended up having an 842 OPS and 890 OPS between Triple A and Double A in 2017. Kind of fell off uh, then last year, and then you know, then he kind of put it back together. He was hitting home runs again, but he's just never really gotten a chance at the the major league level. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird because you look at his minor league stats, and it looks like he's built upon his work. And when he's come up, he I don't know, he only has what fifty seven at bats, fifty eight plate appearances. <laughs> So right. only the one walk. <laughs> so he doesn't walk. Uh, Ten strikeouts in that time. Uh, so that's well, not terrible. But, the, I mean, I'm just the saying. Rub on, the rub on first baseman, though, is that uh, a lot of people think anybody can just play first base, right? Yeah. So you have to have, a, like, a plus-plus bat. You've got to be, you know, you, you've got to do something exceptionally and – he doesn't seem to do much exceptionally, right? Like- yeah, it's just kind of all right there for you. It looks average. Um, yeah, SMC Ferris on Twitter writes in, 2013, 18th round, question mark, question mark, question mark. Good grief. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully this is we're not entering a Frank Schwindel era, but he does have a name that's very old-time cubby. You know, and that Cubs fans, I think, will re- remember and respond to. Um, he doesn't look like a Frank Schwindel to me. He's got a skinny kid, but yeah, he's he's old. You know, he's yeah younger a than Rizzo. Old kid, he's a skinny old kid from Livingston. I mean, 
There's nothing exciting. I think we should stop talking about him. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. yeah no, nothing to get excited. I hope that he won't be on the team next year and that we get a real first baseman. Or I, if I he do. is on the team, he's the backup. Right. We you don't need it, a backup. Nobody needs a backup first baseman. See, and, this is, a, and that's the thing. That's why this guy's never gotten a chance. Nobody yeah. fucking needs a backup first baseman. You know, because anybody can kind of play as what they think. Yeah. Well, so, Wisdom was over there. Not that it was good. You could put Bodie, oh, Bodie Wisdom over was, there. Wisdom was terrible. Yeah. But maybe he could learn. First. Yeah. I don't know. He's, it's Bodie, always Wisdom's arm is the problem. Bodie might be able to figure it out. Uh, but I, I personally think that a first base is, is actually much harder than people give it credit for. Oh, yeah. Well, the footwork you know? and the. And, and, all this stuff that Rizzo was picking off the ground, you know, or remember when Bad uh, Riz, Rizzo spent two years trying not to get run over from every KB throw that went like down the first baseline. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, no, Rizzo. Well, that's why he won the gold glove and then he won the platinum glove. Yeah, really one of the best first basemen in <laughs> he the knows world. That to Bryant just by. Uh, all the shitty throws Bryant was giving him that he had to handle. See, Bryant can play first base. Oh, wait. Yeah. He's not on the team. So uh, Pincus explained uh, that I got annoyed. Everyone was saying, Michael, you are right during the, the Rancher Roundtable. Uh, to be fair, I got really excited because everybody was saying, Michael, you're right. And then I got really sad because they were talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> that was... So that that's not on him. I'm not going to diss him for that. Diss everybody else for backing the wrong Michael. All right. I got Andrew Romine. The Cubs' mm-hmm. newest shortstop is not the old backup catcher. Just so you know. He is the old backup catcher's brother because that's how we get fucking players now. Who like, I hey, guess is you, coming back. So... <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. Thank, great time to come back. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. We need you now. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He probably won't even get a shot. I don't know. They'll probably let him come up for one game just so they could play a game together or some shit. You know what I mean? Because there'd be no other reason. Serenos is fine. Like, I can't see bringing Romine back in to do anything. But uh, so he is almost 36 years old and has played in the league for 11 years. He originally broke in with the Angels, where he played 74 games over four years. So not great. Uh, then got traded to Detroit, where he played four more years, got much more playing time. Uh, then Detroit waived him. Seattle picked him up for half a season in 2018. Uh, he didn't play in 2019, but the Rangers picked him up in 2020, where he played two games. And now he's played seven games for the Cubs, maybe eight. I don't know if he played last night. Uh He's got a career slash line of 238, 292, 305 for a 597 OPS. Ugly. Over his 11 season, he has amassed a total of 1.3 war. His home run off of Kimbrel the other day is the only home run he has ever hit, not in a Tigers uniform. So that's what I was going to say. That home run, that's the only time he's done it, not wearing Tigers uniform. Uh, he had 11 before that, all with Detroit. And inexplicably, his nickname is Robom. <laughs> That's probably from him farting or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Dropping bombs. Dropping yeah. bombs, yeah. 
Yeah, um, I don't I don't get it, but I love the fact that this dude that clearly does not hit for power is not great. Uh, has a nickname Robom. Yeah, in, in other words, it's not about homers. It can't be. No, unless yeah. unless like he got it when he was twelve. Like that's his nickname because he was hitting home runs when he was twelve. Yeah, well, he probably was when he was twelve. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's awesome. what I'm saying. He probably yeah. hit tons of home runs back then, and and got the nickname Robom, and he's been hanging on to that shit for the rest of his life. Let me tell you about when I won the the city championship <laughs> when I was fourteen. I mean, All right, eleven seasons. That's pretty impressive. He's stuck but... around, but he stinks, and I hope he doesn't really play that much. But thank you for that one moment where I had a little bit of hope, and then I, my hopes were crashed. Yeah, thank you for that one moment. Yeah. I'll always remember the time we you tied it and then we lost. No, I won't. Um, Greg uh, Dykeman is my next guy. I, I'm hearing that's how you say it, even though it's spelled D-E-I-C-H-M-A-N. Wait, I thought yeah. there's two N's. It is. There is two N's. Two N's, yeah. But Greg, I I misspelled that. You misspelled it, yeah. The, the Greg Dykeman. So, um, so now you need to question the whole rest of the name that you just spelled. Um, Greg, G R E G. So this guy, I mean, maybe we should be excited about this guy. Maybe now he is a right fielder, but he also plays first base, uh, and third as well. Uh, he was drafted by the Minnesota twins in the 26th round. So that's not great of the 2016 MLB June amateur draft, um, from Louisiana state university. Um, I don't know he's also there. from. Uh, he's from Louisiana. Metairie. Oh, there is still a 26 round. I was going to say, I don't even think there's still a 26 round, but I think there's 50. Maybe uh, that could be. My, there used I mean, to be like 100. Yeah, there used to be a lot. Right? There's way less rounds now, but uh, I don't know if there's 26. But it's right around there. Um, the Oakland, it, well, he was drafted by the A's uh, in the second round. Uh, so he was for, drafted twice. He was drafted by the Twins in 2016, and I guess they, he didn't sign because he uh, was drafted in the second round of the 2017 MLB June amateur draft from Louisiana State University. So he was drafted twice. We got him in the Chafin trade, and uh, Brian Smith over at Bleacher Nation called him Chris Coughlin, Coughlin, you know. So if that excites you, then get excited because <laughs> didn't really excite me. That- I was like, oh, that's your – but maybe that's, that's that. That honestly does excite some Cubs fans. I know. I unfortunately it does. But it it it's probably maybe it's his floor is Chris Cough, Coughlin, which could be cool. It's Coughlin, isn't it? It's Coughlin. Yeah. And uh, when yeah, you I say the floor, do you think Chris Coughlin is sleeping on his floor, like staying at his apartment now? I think Greg Dykeman is probably sleeping on Chris Coughlin's <laughs> floor. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, Apparently, he's got good pitch recognition. He fouls off a lot of baseballs. He gets deep into counts. He's got a uh, almost four uh, pitches per plate appearance uh, so far with the Cubs, um, and that's the same as Chris Bryant. So basically, you can expect Chris Bryant based on his <laughs> plate appearance pitches per plate appearances. Um, some pop, not much. Uh, he managed nineteen home runs in college, but I don't know if you ca- count any of that. Um, in AAA, he had an 885 OPS, um, quite a few doubles. Um, maybe you can think of him as the poor man's uh, Nick Castellanos if you're looking for a silver lining, <laughs> which um, 
he's not that. Uh, well, he's getting a chance. He got his first. He's got two hits now with the in the big leagues. Um, good for him. Struck out I, once. Nine. What I don't, what I don't but, understand though is, uh, so Schwindel, which uh, which Sugar says it's Swindle, and if anybody knows about uh, mispronouncing a name with an extra sh in it. It's uh, Bill Sugas. Yeah, yeah, because it's really <laughs> Sugas. Swindell. 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 Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so he's not getting a chance to play first base because Swindle is there, right? I get that. But Swindle didn't play yesterday. He was a pinch hitter. And they put Wisdom over there at first base, and they still left him out in right field. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's where they see him, more like fourth outfielder type. Um, maybe they see him in the future as like if he catches on and he can hit, learn how to hit a little bit better. I mean, do we need outfielders? We need a first baseman, right? Yeah, I mean, no, we got two. We got this guy. We got <laughs> David Bodie. We got uh, yeah, we got Dominic Galoro. Yeah. He's a first baseman. He, and I, he I love not on the team, but he plays first base apparently. Yeah, as a, I and I love all the articles that are getting put out there. For you know Schwindel and Dykeman and everything, how they're really looking forward to being part of the Cubs' new core. And I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I know I saw that too. I wasn't going to bring it up; it was too depressing to hear that. Yep, I've seen it for Dykeman and Schwindel, Schwindel, and okay. just I'm wondering which one, which one gets to be part of the core. Do they for do they see themselves this way? Do they see themselves as the next Riz Brizzo? Oh, oh yeah, they, they have to. What would that be called? Schweikman? <laughs> That's not going to be the Schweikman Souvenir Company. I don't think so. Oh, it's it's uh, there. It's like a Christmas theme. Uh, Kindle. Kindle. The, yeah, they have the Kindle market down there. At, oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Every year. Yeah. Well, too bad there's no baseball at Christmas. It's going to blow. It's going to blow holes in your entire business plan there, Michael. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not excited about this guy until he shows me something. That's where I'm at. But good luck to you, Mr. Dykeman. Right. Love. Who do All you right. got? So uh, I have Johnishwe Fargus. Johnishwe Fargus in class today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. Uh, just, so came to me. <laughs> he is the only baseball player in the history of the league to ever be named uh, Johnishwe. Not no surprise here. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know if that's true. I'm going to go out on a limb and just go with that. That's an ass stat for you. Bringing that back. Uh, he's a left fielder, almost 27 years old from Puerto Rico, drafted in 2013 by the Giants, and has spent eight years in the minor leagues before making his MLB debut in May. This May for the Mets. Uh, his career slash line is really good. It's 300, 323, 467. It's actually gone up since yesterday's game. Uh, for a 789 OPS, over 32 plate appearances. So it's it's small sample size. Uh, you know, he's had 12 games. Uh, you know, and in those 12 games, he has amassed 0.4 war which is almost one-third of what Romine has gotten in his 11 years. So, <laughs> I mean, I see nothing but upside for this guy, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, right now, though, okay, it's 
it's 32 plate appearances. It's 12 total games between New York and Chicago. Uh, he, I think he went two for four last night. He's hey, hitting. I'm, I'm a, just cause of his name. I'm an instant fan. Yeah. Well, I'm, so I'm saying of any of these guys, the, the guys that are like, I'm going to be part of the core. This guy might actually do it. If these numbers that he's hitting, you know, he's not going to hit for power, but if he can hit for, uh, 300, He'll need, if he's hitting 300, he needs to get that 323 up a bit. But in general, I mean, you'll take that guy up at the top of the lineup. Like, got speed. Yeah. You yeah. know, he has, I, from what I've seen, he's got a bit of a an upside to him. Of course, that's probably going to be one of those upsides where he's just like a middling player and could be on the team for a few years. Uh, yeah, I'm mean, looking. How long do we have him for? Like, was is like arbitration? I'm, I'm uh, really rookie. Oh, he's still a rookie. All right. Yeah. yeah. There, I, uh, I think all of my guys are still technically rookies, even okay. though they're some of them are in their thirties. So uh, my guy, my next guy uh, is Rafael Ortega, who's been here a little bit longer uh, than some of the other guys. He has hit six of his nine career homers with the Cubs. So that's nice, but he's 30 years old and he's from El Tigre, Venezuela. Uh, he's a lefty. And um, by the way, so is uh, uh, Dykeman. Greg Dykeman's also a left-handed hitter. Um, six of his nine career homers uh, have come with the Cubs, including three on one day. <laughs> so that <laughs> really never appear in the cup, Rafael. He's um, arbitration eligible in 2023. Cubs signed him as a free agent in November. Um, and uh, right now, he's actually it, is only behind Schwindel in uh, OPS, you know, among non-qualified players, of course, uh, including right. non-qualified players. A 141 OPS right now. So, uh, so that's or, or OPS plus, I mean. Um, so, Ortega, uh, he was the Cubs' best hitter in July, slashed 368, 419, 544. Had five doubles, a triple, and a homer. He hit a walk-off granny against the A's in spring training, if you remember that, off of an old journeyman bullpen guy named yeah. Adam Kolarek. I don't know why I looked it up, but I did. And um, so, I mean, maybe he's got a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. Hitting three home runs, walk-off grannies. I mean, it's, you got to like what you've seen so far. You, nobody expects him to be a star, but, like, shit. He's doing well. Ortega is a little bit of the uh, – he's he's like the poor man's wisdom, right? Like wisdom came up. Nobody's Maybe. ever seen him do anything. And then all of a sudden he just starts hitting home runs. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Ortega uh, hits – but he's not going to hit what wisdom hits. But, you know, maybe he's all right. Well, put up his career numbers here. I mean, the problem is he is old. You know, he's been around for a long-ass time. In the minor leagues, he started playing in, like, 2008. Yeah. So that's a long time ago for Colorado. Then he was in St. Louis minor leagues. Then he was in the Angels minor leagues. Then he was in the Padres minor leagues. Then he was in Miami where he broke through. Well, actually broke through with the Angels and Colorado a little bit. Um, uh, two games for Colorado, 66 games for 
for LA. LA, yeah. And then uh, 41 games for Miami, 34 games for Atlanta. I mean, big dudes, this is the dude you pick up and put down a million times in a row. And at the major league level, he's had actually 595 plate appearances at this point. And uh, he's batting 251. This is his whole career. 308 OBP, 347 slugging for OPS plus of 78 and 655 is the number there. But for the Cubs, he's doing great. 319, 374, 519. Yeah. Uh, slugging for an OPS of 893. That's an OPS plus of 141. And like, you know, I don't expect this guy to be anything, but shit, if he keeps doing this, like, how could he, how could you not just keep him? Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to come back down. Uh, he's he's going to come back you. down to earth a little yeah. bit. But at this point, we're just looking for anybody that can hit 100 OPS plus. Yeah, and at 141 OPS plus right now, that like you'll yeah. ride that for a little bit. SMC Fair says he's 30. He's a fill-in for now. Totally. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, for don't now he's get doing, us wrong yeah, here. Yeah, none Anybody of these guys. <laughs> yeah, none of these guys. Yeah, we don't. We don't really want any of them. Really, we're <laughs> telling you about them, and we're kind of saying you know good things about them because we got to watch them. Yeah, not, yeah, we have to watch them. There's nothing else. Yeah, and, yeah. and we figured and, we'd introduce you to the people you never heard of. You know, and, and ourselves. Your, we're, yeah, did all it your friends us. are going to be like, hey. Who's this guy? And you're going to be like, oh, well, uh, he broke in fucking 2008. He's, you know, he's been playing for 13 years and blah, blah, blah. And people are going to look at you like, holy shit, this guy really knows his baseball. When really you don't because you just listen to us and we wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. He's from El Tigre, which means the tiger. You can say <laughs> that. And you know, then they'll know, you know, a little Spanish, too. Uh, 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 who oh, you got? Oh, you got Sergio. Okay. Alcantara. I got Sergio Alcantara. Um, now Alcantara has been with the Cubs the longest out of this group, but I don't think we've really talked about him. Have we like, no, not really? No, no. So as far as I know, he is not related to any of the other Alcantara's that are in or have been in the Cubs organization. Like the Cubs have, uh, just got a Kevin Alcantara in the Rizzo deal. Uh, they had Arizmendi Alcantara. There's been another Alcantara out there at some point too. And it is Alcantara, just so it's everybody knows, Alcantara. because there is an accent mark there. Because I know I hear a lot of people Alcantara, which normally the the second to last syllable is going to get your your uh, accent, but not here. So. Yeah, well, and everybody gets it wrong, right? So it's either Alcantara, like they just Alcantara, not Alcantara. Yeah, it's Alcantara. Yeah, you got to have that tara at the yeah. end in the the con. Yeah. Con! I- El Cantara. Yeah, I just went real, real uh, Star, Star Trek geek. So there. Yeah. Okay. Never seen uh, it. <laughs> so tell uh, us he, about him. He broke in. Uh, he just turned 25. He's from the Dominican Republic. Uh, he just broke in with Detroit last year for 10 games. And he's played in 45 games with the Cubs. He is yet to break the Mendoza line in Detroit or in Chicago. He has a slash of 161, 250, 331 mm. for a 581 OPS. Uh, he has also not managed to uh, break zero war, get above zero war yet at all. He's um, 
sort of a defense first kind of guy. He has not figured out how to hit at this level. So I really am kind of, this is the only team that this guy is still playing for. Maybe the Pirates, maybe Arizona. But Although like, the Pirates probably have guys that they're like more high on because they've got a couple years of prospects at this point that are probably starting to come up. So I, I haven't looked at it. We haven't seen the Pirates in a while, so I don't know who they're playing yeah. right now. But they might actually have real guys. Like, I, I'm, I'm just really surprised that Alcantara was the first guy to bring up, right? And, I mean, some of these guys they just picked up, but – well, they the Horner keep, injury, like, maybe. But they've got other, I mean. Do they? Do they really have other guys? I mean, <laughs> Bodie, there's Bodie and there's. That's short? I mean, no, well, they, well, first of all, we got a 36-year-old shortstop with the new guy, uh, freaking uh, Romine. Yeah, right, I didn't even look it up. I already forgot his name. You know, or Bodie can go to second yeah, or, you know, it's, it's or Hap bad. can go to, Hap can finally oh. play second because Ortega's uh, playing. You're pressing me more. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is just more. I'm just saying, (laughs) it's amazing to me that they, you know, that this guy is getting this long a run. Well, he did well in Iowa. You know, I mean, he was down in Iowa in this year, and, you know, he had 103 plate appearances, and he batted 305. He had an OBP of 447. Um, You know, it was mostly hits. He managed to. Pop three three homers out at eight ninety eight OPS, bunch of doubles, three triples. Oh no, actually no triples, three doubles. I was looking at hits. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. He's a. I don't think he's that good. No, he's not. No. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Maybe we should stop talking about. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Let's move on. So those are all the position players. Yeah. Now we got some bullpen guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael Rucker, who it, they just. Put, put out there um, the other day. Uh, let's see. He's had a, actually a few appearances by now. He's a 6'1", 196-pound righty. He's 27. He's from Mississippi, but he went to high school in Washington, and then he went to college at Brigham Young and Gonzaga. Um, he was a starter in Tennessee in 2018. Lots of strikeouts to walks. Uh, spins it up there in the upper 90s. Got a good slider. Um, he, he gave up four runs in Colorado and a home run to Eloy this past weekend. And I don't know what the Cubs see for this guy. I mean, they obviously moved him to the pen at some point because he didn't start any games. Uh, well, actually started one game in 2019, but, uh, started 26 in 2018. So they moved him to the pen. Um, I don't know the, the strikeout to walks are there for me. I don't know. I, I don't know what their plan is with him. Yeah. Do, do it out of the pen. Give him a shot. See if he catches on. Uh, obviously, he would be a cheap uh, relief option if he can figure it out. I don't, I, I, I don't remember hearing about this guy being a guy that we were waiting for. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, now he's here, and I'm like, okay, all right. Did the pitch lab do something here? And then we're just going to see something here. I haven't seen it so far. Hasn't gone well. If you see what he did in Chicago, he's got an eight ten ERA, um, six point two innings pitched at the major league level. He's given up, given up six runs, three walks, but he does have eight strikeouts in those six point two innings. If that means anything to you, but let's yeah. let's hope he's good. I don't know. Then he'd just be a cheap bullpen guy. We have. 
Yeah. Free, free up money for good shit that you can buy. Starters. We need starters. We need actual players that – I don't know. We, we need Anthony Rizzo back. I don't know. Yeah. Now he's we, a mute. We need all those core guys that we – you know. These are the guys that we should have been running through there trying to find the other guys on that lineup. The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room app. Did you know that every Tuesday, uh, the members of the Sun Ranto Show, myself, Crawley, and Michael, get together for a conversation with you on the Spotify Green Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Won't you join us there? Uh, You can download it for either Android or the iPhone app store and uh you know we kind of get together we have a conversation about something cubs related or baseball related or sometimes we just have a conversation with artist matt camera you never know what's going to happen over there on tuesdays at 6 p.m at the spotify green room app here's what you do uh you download it and um then you follow Sunranto Show, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O-S-H-O-W, and you link your Twitter in there, and uh, you know, pretty soon you're having conversations with people like me. Um, it's totally participatory. Oh, that was hard to say. And it's a lot of fun. So check us out Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app, and check out everything it's got to offer. See you at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Spotify Green Room app. Free. Uh, okay, so I got Manny Rodriguez, Man Rod, Manu- Manuel Manuel. Oh, I and by the way, I hate Man Rod as a nickname. This Man Rod, it's awesome. Man Rod. I actually hate all not. those nicknames: the A Rods and the K Rod, and the. It's like poor anybody who has the last name of Rod. Rod to start their names is like oh, Rogers be- Rodriguez. Yeah. If my name was uh, Rodriguez, I'd be M-Rod, and it'd be dumb as shit. I'd hate it. <laughs> M-Rod. Well, this guy's technically technically an M-Rod, he but, is he's, an- but he's really a man-Rod. <laughs> Man-Rod. Man All right. Well, he just turned 25 this week. Uh, he is from Merida, Mexico, and he was an international signing in 2016 as a 19-year-old from Leones de Yucatan in the Mexican League. So yeah, Cubs got he's he started pitching as a 17 year old in the Mexican leagues, and then came up through Leonis de Yucatan, and uh, he has three pitches: a sinker, a slider, and a four seamer. Uh, he throws the sinker more than half the time, and the other two pitches are split evenly. And by the way, the, I'm pretty sure the sinker is the two seam. Uh, it's they always call it the two seamer on when you're watching baseball, but in the site, they called everything a sinker. So, uh, but the sinker and the four seamer run about 98 mile per hour, which is that's fast, fast. For, He's hit a hundred too. Yep. And the slider comes in about 88 miles per hour, or as all of our starters like to call it a fastball. So. <laughs> well, he hasn't done well so far for us. He had, he had the one, save like he came in he saved the game everybody was excited because he was smiling remember that like yeah. oh look how excited the boy is like yeah he's a cute little fat guy yeah he's 511 210 yeah Throws i mean fast like everybody's gonna love him in chicago like he could be a star if he puts it together with that well, man that, rod name that'd be an obvious shirt that slider the the 
the speed difference there between the 98 and the 88, if he could, if he could tunnel that somehow so that people aren't seeing the slider, uh, you know, that could be a really effective, you know, one, two combo, but you know, I don't think his, I think he got shown like that first game, just nobody had ever seen him. And the second game was like, Oh, that's all we needed to see. Yeah, that's all we need to see. Now we're just going to hit home runs off you. Yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna, which is what he did. We, it was what he did the next. Yeah, two now, times. now we're now, now we're going to crush. Run. Yeah, the, he had uh, he's had two. He had the save and two losses. Uh, he's got a a nine ERA because oh, yeah. of it. He's I really up, am rooting for him though. Yeah, he he has given up three home runs and how many hits? Six hits over three innings. So. Yeah, yeah. His worst uh, time out there was on the August sixth, which is that's when he gave up because he went out there and kind of screwed up that game that we got back into. Yeah, he gave up those uh, three hits and four runs, and you know, so only one run was earned though, if you recall. So don't be that mad at him. <laughs> right. So I like Manrod. Um, Bill Sugas hates Manrod. <laughs> he says I hate Manrod as a pitcher. Nice. Hello. Yeah. Any of them for strikes, he says. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh, not. He's he's not good yet. We know. No, this, he's, but he's I'm not. rooting for him to be good. It's all I'm saying. I mean, so he's, I, he's 25. Uh, I don't see him as a major league pitcher. That's the problem. He's just not a major league pitcher right now. But maybe Pitch Lab. Yeah. Will welcome to Pitch Lab. Because he's only pitched 20 games in uh, this season. You know, like he's only pitched in 20 games, seven at Iowa, 13 at Tennessee. So, I mean, this is not a guy who's been like, you know, really good this year. I don't even know how he ended up getting called up, except for the fact that our bullpen is that bad. Welcome to Pitch Lab. Bienvenidos a Pitch Lab. Yeah, so, I mean, how do you get a guy who obviously didn't pitch in 2020, right? Because no minor leaguers pitched. And he's got 20 innings this year. And they're like, yeah, this guy is going to come up and maybe close for us. <laughs> well, it well maybe a setup guy because you got Hoyer, who we'll get to in a second. Yeah, he's one of the new guys that we got to look into. Uh, and we did a little bit already just because, you know, he was involved in the Kimbrel trade. That made us angry. Um, but uh, let's talk about uh, Adam Morgan who uh, actually has been around the major leagues for a while. And we've been watching him a little bit this year with the Cubs. He's met uh, 17 games. He's been out there, only 12 innings pitched, which that's never a good sign. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's got it. But he does have a 365 ERA in his time with the Cubs so far, which is, if you look at the rest of his career with the Phillies, better. So it's the lowest ERA he's had in his career, a mid three ERA, middle relief, low, uh, you know, kind of low leverage kind of guy. I mean, he's not going to excite anybody. And uh, if you were, and we first learned about Adam Morgan probably when he gave up that uh, grand slam to Jason Hayward back in 2018 <laughs> when he was with the Phillies. Um, he is 31. Oh, he's so, he, so he's responsible for Jay Hayes' crowning achievement. Yeah, he's responsible for the greatest thing besides the speech besides that Jason the speech. Hayward ever did in a Cubs uniform. Um, what does he do? Uh, he basically is a slider pitcher, which is 83. His sinker is 93. Has a four-seam fastball. He 
mixes in. He's he's got a bunch of pitches. He's fastball, change, curve. He and you know he's has he's been an average major league pitcher, and he stuck around probably mostly because he throws with his left hand. Yeah. So um, anyway, he's he's not great. I can see him being a role player on certain teams where he it would maybe work out that. You know, lefty, not specialist because you can't do that anymore. But, uh, you know, you're looking at his numbers. He His ERA plus is in the positives almost every year he's played. So he's not bad. I don't think anybody cares. He's going to be a free agent, so don't get used to him. <laughs> it's like right. he's not coming back probably because we don't need him. We needed him when we were trying to be good, and now we – I don't even think we needed him then. We don't even need Adam Morgan. We just let somebody else pitch at this point, I think. Let a kid pitch. Let Adam Morgan. I, I don't know. Well, I feel the, bad for him. The Phillies yeah, are trying they got, to be they good. Got rid of, they got rid of Eric Sogard, so you know they need pitchers. Yeah, exactly. Somebody pitch at low leverage situations at the end of blowouts. Yeah. That man will be Adam Morgan sometimes. Well, I mean, this guy might do it as well. He might be in some higher level uh, situations, but my guy is Jake Jewel. This is the guy that Chicagoans have been waiting for. The Jewels. Everybody wants, you know, he's the perfect like pitch man for. He could make some serious fucking. Oh yeah. Dough. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he's gonna have to change the double L at the end of his name to an uh, LS. So it's Jewels. You you just yeah you just write that right into the script. They shouldn't make Jake plural too. Jake's Jewels. <laughs> Why yes. Not? So he's 28 years old and still qualifies as a rookie, despite getting call-ups in 2018 and 2019. Uh, he only played in 21 games and was in the minors for the Giants in 2020. I think I put that in the wrong spot. Yeah, he was drafted in 2014 out of Northeast Oklahoma A&M College in Miami, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the that that powerhouse school. I didn't um, know there was a Miami, Oklahoma. Right. And I didn't know you could put that many words into the name of a college. <laughs> the <laughs> the jersey sucks. <laughs> uh Cubs picked him up last November. Uh his career ERA over 25 games is 6.42. Uh with the Cubs, he is 3.38, so that seems better. Uh, he has four pitches, a four-seamer, a sinker, slider, and a change. Uh, throws a four-seamer the most about a third of the time, then the sinker about 28% of the time. So basically, he throws the four-seamer, the two-seam, uh, almost like 60% of the time. Uh, slider, 28, 21%, and a change-up, 18%. Uh, the four-seamer hits about 95, the sinker about 94, the slider is 87, and the changeup is about 89. So that's not a huge differential between your changeup and your uh, your two fastball pitches. Uh, it was kind of interesting early in his career. He, had, he only had like four starts for the Angels. He was covering home on a play, and he slipped and broke his leg and was oh. out the rest of the year. Ugh. So that's how he started his career with the Angels and ended up going other places. But, uh, oh, also his nickname, Jake Jewell's nickname is Bob. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I I love when they when they throw that kind of stuff in there. Bob. Hey Bob. Hey Bob, uh, but he does hey. seem to go a little bit longer. Uh he pitched for Iowa this year. He was in four games. Or no, twenty three games, but he's got thirty two point one innings pitched. So, you know, that means he can come out. And uh I think he pitched yesterday for two innings. Eat eat a few. Yeah, so he can eat more than just the one inning. Yeah, well, that's all you're looking for the, the next, you know, seven, eight weeks is just somebody can go out there and, like, eat some innings. And maybe he shows us something. And, I mean, a lot of guys are going to get a chance on this team right now, including everybody we've mentioned so far to, like, try to get another job in baseball. Um, Dominic says, Danny, you can bring it at 46 compared Brock Holt at 31. I, I'm actually 47 years old and I also throw 46. So it kind of, I think that's out. what he meant. Didn't you do that at the Sox game the other yeah, day? Yeah. Through 46. So I threw, yeah. And if I can just keep my age and my pitch speed the same, I mean, by the time I'm 80, I can maybe play for the Chicago dogs. Right. Well, and Dominic here is talking about Brock Holt throwing a 31 mile per hour uh, pitch. Yeah, I saw pitch that the other night. Yeah, for a strike, it was amazing. So, um, oh, and uh, the nickname. So, the nickname of uh, Jewel is Bob, and the nickname of the that Oklahoma A and M college in Miami, Oklahoma. A <laughs> and M. Yeah, Northeast. A and M yeah. Northeast <laughs> is uh, the Golden Norseman. Oh my God! How can you fit that name? Yeah, they on even have any a long one- yeah. Shirt. Yeah, they have a long college name and a long mascot <laughs> name. And Good um, gosh, so and then uh, uh, Cody Huyer, who's been uh, playing Huyer. with the White Sox since uh, last week. We should maybe be a little excited about this guy. Um, 25 years old, 6'5", righty from Montana. He was drafted by the White Sox in the sixth round. That's the highest round we've said so far <laughs> yeah. in this, this monstrosity of a podcast about the Cubs in a monstrosity of the year. Um, he's, uh, that was in the 2018 MLB, MLB June amateur draft. So he was up shortly after that. Uh, he was drafted from Wichita State University. So he was a college arm. And they look at him as maybe a closer of the future. Um, arbitration eligible in 2023. We have him till 2026. Um, either way, he's probably going to close some games first this year because we lost all our closers too. So um, he has a uh, fastball, which it goes really fast, about 97. He's got a slider at 88, so that's a nice separation. And he's got to change it 87 as well. Um, so he's, he's really good. His fastball, heavy. it's like almost like a sinker. It's got a tail on it. Uh, ground ball pitcher, and uh, he's got average above velo, obviously, at 97. His slider's harder than most sliders. He's got uh, a 12-6 movement, which makes you think of like a curveball kind of. That's curveball, yeah. And his uh, change uh, has a extremely high number of swings and misses uh, because he's probably pitched against the Cubs a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's all Javi Baez strikeouts. Yeah. So uh, – <laughs> Anyway, he's he's pretty good. He's he's well, a good pitcher, and he's going to be in our bullpen for the foreseeable future. White Sox fans were not super excited that he was gone. So you know, More magical. Th- that that has to make you feel good. So every time you see here, 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 out, 
Every time you see him out there, just know that one syllable. Just just know that there's a White Sox fan crying somewhere every time you see a pitch for the Cubs. And he does well. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. That's it. That's those are those are your new guys. Meet the new guys, not the same as the old guys. I mean, yeah. I told Bleacher Jeff that we were going to do this, and he goes, "Sounds like a riveting hour." <laughs> <laughs> he said sarcastically. So, um, um, so we got the, uh, and I see you put in the notes here who the last remaining World yeah. Series champion Cubs are. Kyle Hendricks, Wilson Contreras, and Jake Arrieta. The, that's all that's left of the 16ers. Uh, and Arietta was gone. Like, he shouldn't be. He should he not should, even be there. Yeah, he's pitching. He's pitching this week. Oh, my God. He's so bad. And, uh, yeah, they're bringing up Justin Steele to pitch this week, right? Yeah, yeah we'll and talk about it. Instead of dumping Arietta and just giving Steele that spot, they're like, no, let's just go to six. We still want that loss somewhere in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like he's even eating innings because you can't no. leave his ass out there. Just sweaty Jake. Davies has gone to, you know, on Sunday. Uh, Arietta goes has gone to a couple of different games. Like, it's so fucking it's bad. so bad, yeah. So uh, the Brewers, they did just lose two of three to the Giants. And you can have – you have – KB to thank for one of those losses too. Chris Bryant put one on the Brewers and uh, also Avisael Garcia. If you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> oops, <laughs> two outs in the ninth. Robert Sanchez Hayward is so bad you left him off the sixteen team. Oh yeah, that's I right. forgot. You forgot about Hayward. God damn it! We well, played. he hasn't been playing. Yeah, like he's, is he before. even on this team anymore? Yeah, I never see him. I I I did completely forget. How forget about Hayward. Funny. Well, they he's on the. <clears throat> IL right now, which I it's apparently it's for oh, his finger. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I, he, I wondered why he wasn't playing. I yeah. just assumed that they're just like, ah, fuck it. Bench let's, him. Yeah, him. Yeah, bench him. But uh, yeah, it's funny because you actually brought up the speech earlier today, and I still didn't think about it. <laughs> uh, he's a pretty forgettable player this year. It's so crazy because he was good last year. So was Hap. So weird. Um, they're good with nobody in the in the stands. So, Avisael Garcia, I mean, first of all, the Brewers could have won all three of these games, and they could have swept the Giants. Instead, they lost two or three. Avisael Garcia dropped a, a very catchable ball. I wouldn't say it was the easiest play in the world, but it was, I was, on the, it was a warning track shot. But he should have caught that baseball in a Major League Baseball game, and he was out there playing right field, and he fucking dropped it, and the Giants ended up winning the game. Was that the one where he kind of – Fell down. Yeah, he kind of tripped over his own feet. He just yeah. looked like an idiot. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but he looked stupid. It was great. Yeah, like, the one thing we can root for is that the Brewers, who are facing the next four games, that we get embarrass them a little bit. That's why I was hoping for the White Sox. It's all I'm hoping for is embarrassing these teams. I hate. Oh, by the way, you did call the sweep on the Friday show. I certainly did. <laughs> uh, just yeah, wrong team. Details, details. Chicago so, swept. Chicago That's- swept. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they're 66 and 46, five games ahead of Cincinnati. Uh, they lost the last two to the Giants, and uh, they won two or three from the Braves and Pirates before that. They uh, are 9-3 and three versus the Cubs this year. They have scored 69 runs. Nice. To our 43. Not nice. 
And the last time we saw him was during that losing streak, if you recall, up in uh, Milwaukee. And we got swept. And that wasn't fun. There was that game that we were winning by a lot, and then Jake Arietta blew it. That Remember that when we were winning like – Oh, yeah, they scored seven runs in the first inning. Yeah, and then they lost. Yeah. <laughs> Then they lost nine to seven, I think. Yeah, that was against the Brewers. So the only pitcher we aren't going to see because he pitched yesterday is Brett Anderson, making Crawley very sad because he loves it when the Cubs face Brett Anderson. And shit, that's the only guy that you really want to face out of the starters um, because it's it's not – they got a really good pitching staff. Um, Our only hope tonight and the only positive thing – is that it looks like it's really going to rain tonight and there's a good chance this game gets banged. And then we'll have one of those seven-inning clown ball doubleheaders either tomorrow or Wednesday. Oh, my God. And at least it's less baseball that Cub fans have to suffer through. So I'm just looking at the bright side that if the game gets rained out tonight, that it's uh, four less innings of baseball you have to watch as a Cub fan in this shitty-ass year. Um, other than that, it's going to be hot as fuck. It's going to be in the 90s, high 80s. There's a day game, a 120 start on Thursday. That's going to be 89 degrees, so that's hot. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be hot. So it's going to be hot and miserable, and we got to face the first-place team as we, with a bunch of guys that suck. Yeah. That we just told you about. What is, so, their, what is their lead right now in the division? Uh, oh, it's only Reds, five games. Right. Reds are in second place. Right? Yeah, Reds have won a few straight, and they're in second place. And, you know, that's kind of who I'm rooting for right now. The Reds? They, yeah, I am. I mean, if some somebody's going to win the division, and if it's not going to be the Cubs, I'd rather have it be the Reds than the Brewers and obviously than St. Louis. Yeah, well, St. Louis is 10 games back or something close to that. So I don't see them being able to make that up. No. The five but games is possible. The Reds could do it, and I, I wonder how many heads of heads that they have with the Reds. I'm going to take a look at that. In fact, like I was going to look at the Reds in one week, though, so we'll see them. We'll be in Cincinnati, or we won't. The Chicago Cubs will be in Cincinnati in one week. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got so they've got games against the Cubs, Pittsburgh, St. Louis. That's all pretty easy. DC, they just lost their whole team, so they got three against Cincinnati. They only have three games left against Cincy. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's going to be But tough. those are big swings. If if one of those teams can sweep that series, that's the difference in the entire season, I think. They've only got, as far as good teams they play, um, they've only got, they got three against Cincinnati, like I said. They've got four against San Francisco, who's fighting for it. So that's going to be tough. Uh, they got Philly. Uh, they've got Cleveland, Detroit. Uh, they got us again. They got some, they got the Mets. And then they close against the Dodgers. So uh, that's not a cakewalk, but no. you know, uh, teams are definitely in different. And the teams that they're facing that are bad, that are under five hundred, are much worse right now. Right. So there's that too. <laughs> Everybody's in full on tank mode. Yeah, exactly. Except for the teams that are really going for it. And they and I'm looking at the red schedule. Who do they have? They got Atlanta right now. They got a makeup game versus Cleveland. They got Atlanta. They got Philly. Uh, Dodgers. And then the White Sox. So they seem 
to have a that's they I think the Brewers have a tougher road than the Reds do. But five games, that's not easy to make up. No. But I'm hoping they do. Um, if you're gonna go to any of these games at Wrigley Field, please use our StubHub link, if you would. It's uh Sunranto S O N R A N T O dot com slash StubHub. Make sure your uh ad blocker is off. We get one percent. I saw that tickets were going for about six dollars. Uh, they were. I saw one pair for six bucks for tonight, <laughs> and so one percent is six dollars. Uh, let me tell you, <laughs> that's that's a nickel and a penny. That's a nickel and a penny for the Sun Ranto show. So just use our. I mean, maybe it adds up eventually, and we could pay some more fees. I'm I'm gonna drop it here in the chat, and uh, you guys can have the link to it. sunranto.com slash stubhub. Any tickets you buy, not just baseball tickets. Um, Concert tickets. Hey, buy a thousand dollar ticket sometime, and then use the link, and then we can maybe get somewhere. Yeah, go in there. Uh, I believe people are trying to sell uh, Field of Dreams tickets for like five grand a piece. Danny, did you see how much these damn tickets were going I for? I did. I did. Well, you went to Game Seven of the World Series between the the longest streak and the second longest streak teams. And you didn't pay what that these much. people are are trying to get for this. No, game. I didn't pay over. I don't. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, something like that for it per right. ticket, which is not cheap. Like I, I will never ever do that again. No, it's super expensive. But yeah. I mean, that's an actual real important game. This is just a fucking cornfield game, people. Yeah. I love the movie too, but it's a cornfield game. I don't even understand. Yeah, I don't get it either. Hey everybody, a quick message, uh, last interruption of the show. I, I want you all to join our Patreon campaign. Why? Well, you get the show early, ad-free, and you help the Sunranto show stay on the air. You know, we got bills to pay, we got a website hosting uh, due real quick, uh, we've got uh, our uh, stream yard that we've got to pay for, we got tickets and beer, we got, there's expenses, people. There's expenses with keeping the show on the air, and you should help us pay for it. Um, Go to patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash s-o-n-r-a-n-t-o, and become a patron today. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. There are 105 other Cubs fans that have done exactly that, and you should join them because it really helps us keep the lights on. Please help the Sunranto Show stay in the air, patreon.com slash sunranto. You can pay all at once. It's like $10. If you buy each one of us a beer... At the ballpark for doing the show, that's like $3 level. If you want the photographs and you want the uh, music, it's $5 level. If you want to get your name on the end of our live recording as a, as a special supporter of the San Ranto show, that's a $10 level. I know some of you guys can afford it. Um, if, you're, if you love Cubs baseball and Cubs talk and you want to help us out, then please become a patron. Patreon.com slash and I won't bother you again about this because you'll be getting the free ad-free feed straight to your Patreon account. But you don't you gotta listen to ads like this one. You could you don't need to. You don't need to. One dollar will change all that. Patreon.com slash Back to the show. So here are your matchups for one of these games. The rained out one is going to be uh Freddie Peralta, who's really good. He's 8 and 3 with a 221. 
He's going to go up against Alec Mills, five and four with a four forty one. Millsy was okay last time, wasn't he? Uh, I feel like I mean, he was. No, I feel like no. he was good last time. I I mean I guess it. He didn't was he tough. start? He start? Didn't he start uh, the game in uh, the in um, Colorado? That's where we were before, right? Yeah, but I don't think he was good. Like it wasn't. It was Cubs good, I guess. Yeah, I mean, for now you're just gonna take. <laughs> I'm I'm looking it up. I, it's driving me nuts because I didn't have a full docket of stuff. No, he was good. He oh, gave Dominic two runs. Galoro says uh, Field Dreams under a thousand now. Oh yeah. Well, the, I mean, if you're an idiot and pay, paid that high price, I, I mean, whatever. I mean, who who cares? White Sox, Yankees in the middle of freaking Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's it at a fucking. Yeah, they're not even playing on the field. They built a whole different field next to the field. Yeah, it's probably a dry county too. There's, the people are going to be so disappointed. They go there like, "What? You can't buy booze on Thursdays?" <laughs> you know, I always think of the the line in the movie. The little girl says, "People will go to Iowa City, and they'll get bored, so they'll keep going, and they'll come here and watch baseball." People stop in Iowa City. Don't fucking go. Dyersville's boring. Just I, Iowa City can be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's college time. Yeah. And so, all the kids are coming back. So, so it's getting wild. The rest of it, when I looked, was all TBD for the uh, Brewers. All of it. So Yeah, because they, they have steel in. Oh, no, you're saying the Brewers pitchers. The Why Brewers are, are all TBD. Up? The Cubs are not. Uh, oh. So the only guy that they've listed is Freddie Peralta going tonight, 8-3-2-21. Now, so I just kind of looked back. Now, this might all end up being wrong because they might be like, the Cubs suck. We don't – let's rest our guys. We got a five-game lead. Although I don't think they have that luxury right now. You know, I think they got to win these baseball games, and maybe they have other ways they think they can win them without their big starters. But we'll see um, it, it, what they do. But they, I'm guessing it's we're going to go Adrian Hauser – Versus okay. Justin Steele, who's uh, two and zero with the two hundred three, and let's talk about Justin Steele for just a moment because this is his first start as a Cub. So uh, here's his career numbers uh, in Iowa this year at AAA, a one thirty two ERA. He started f- five games of the nine that he pitched in, um, twenty seven innings on the year, and a WHIP under one. So uh, that's better than his numbers that he put up, much better than his numbers that he put up in 2019, the last time he pitched, uh, that there was a minor league season before this year because it wasn't one last year, uh, when he wasn't that great. Uh, he did well in the Arizona Rookie League. He did well at uh, uh, you know low A, and he was, but he had a bad 2018 in Mesa, and then he had a bad 2019 at double A. So, um, but it looks like he's putting something together, and I'm kind of excited to see him because he could actually figure into the Cubs' future rotation. Yeah, so that's cool. I, I'm I'm ex- I'm gonna go. I want to go see him tomorrow. And he was at the offsite all last year, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he was he at the was. offsite, so he actually had a year to just work on things, and apparently, it may have worked out for him. And he's done well at the major league level so far. He's got a 203 ERA. He just pitched out of the pen, 11 games, uh, 13.1 innings in that time. And he's got 21 strikeouts. 
in those yeah. 13 innings. So, you know, hope springs eternal with this guy. So I'm going to go see that tomorrow, and hopefully hopefully the Brewers will put out some bum and I can see a win. Yeah, this is the one that you want to watch. So, you know, if, if they do end up playing a uh, doubleheader, you could skip the Mills start and go for the Steel start. But pay attention because sometimes they'll flip-flop those two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they do that doubleheader, they'll start Steel in the morning for no reason other than yeah. to just do it. Yeah. Either way, tickets are going to be real cheap. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. Um, then you got uh, Corbin Burns, probably, and Jake Arietta. You can probably already – Bill, don't, Bill, so I guess don't even tape that one. Don't even DVR that one. Yeah. That's not worth watching unless you're a fan of watching Corbin Burns want, strike out 23 Cubs batters and, like, break Kerry Woods' record in front of our face. So um, – because that could very well happen. Yeah, the real Squillow says, uh, why do we not give Keegan legit shots to start versus the mighty Arietta? Totally agree. I agree with you, too. The only reason that's not happening right now is that I don't think Keegan is uh, stretched out enough right now. Like, he would have to go back down to AAA and build up and then come back maybe, I mean, at this point, he might not have enough time yeah, to stretch yeah. out to really, to really do it. So my guess is he just stays. And I mean, he does get a couple of longer outings. Uh, you know, he gets a couple innings here and there, and then maybe, uh, you know, maybe he'll get a chance to work on starting next year. I don't know, but I'm I'm with you. I I would rather see. Let Keegan the Thompson play. there. Yeah. Yep. Let, let, let's see what we got out of these guys. Let's see Keegan and Cole just piggyback uh, for every Arietta start and just see what happens. Because then they don't have to go that deep. They can, you know, try and pitch two innings each or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Burns Arietta, uh, delete that one, Bill. Um, <laughs> Bill he, says he would still last longer than Jake. <laughs> <laughs> And then the last game, they haven't announced it. I mean, I can't believe they're going to throw all our, their aces at us. Like, th- just th- just let them go to the next town, guys. Like, give us a chance. I know you're only five games ahead. But uh, I think it's Woodruff's turn. So that's not going to be fun. But it, uh, at least we got Hendruff, uh, Hendo going up. Hendruff. Oh, God. Hendruff. Hen- Hendro. Hendo going out there. And Hendo's pitched well. He's 13-4 and four with the 368 ERAs. You know, Cubs do nothing but win. Uh, well, they were doing winning a lot of his starts, and now they're not. And well, Brandon Woodruff, right, right. Is now they're not winning. Uh, they're not there. losing his starts, or he's not losing. He's yeah. getting the no decisions now. Yeah, now he's getting NDs. So uh, that's pretty much it for that series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, Justin Steele's coming up to start, so that's exciting. Yeah. I'm. So, I'm uh, looking at the schedule here, Danny. Uh, we got Milwaukee for four. Then we go to we get on the road. Uh, Miami. All right. There's some then, wins. Then Cincinnati. Okay, but that's what right. I was going to ask you. Okay. Very possible we get swept by Milwaukee. Yep. You think that there's a win in in Miami coming up? Could be. Could be. I'm uh, Cincinnati could sweep us. They swept us last time, didn't they? Or yeah, they, they? No, not last time, but once. I hope they sweep us because I want them to win the division. Right. Yeah. But then it's not until we get to KC 
I'm looking at this and I'm seeing KC comes here and then the Bleacher Bum Band plays on that Saturday. So yeah, come on I'm out, nine twenty one. I'm seeing nine straight games, and the, and the Cubs have already lost three, four in a row. <laughs> and I'm seeing the next nine games. Nine games. I can see nine games. Nine more. Nine times. A 12-game losing streak going into the off day on the 19th. What do you think? Uh, Sure. I mean, for draft pick, (laughs) I mean, honestly, like this is how it works now. You want the draft pick. Might as well, if you already decide you're going to lose, I know it sucks to lose, and it sucks to watch baseball games that lose, so don't watch. Do something else. It sucks. There's not – I'm going to watch it anyway just because it's summertime and it's like what I like to do, but I decided not to go to a Major League Baseball game next Sunday. I'm going to go to see the stupid Chicago Dogs. There's other baseball that can be seen than the stupid Cubs right now. You know what I mean? Yep. Minor league teams are all out there playing – uh, you know, those tickets are probably eight to 15 bucks. And I'm going to start watching these pennant race games. Cause I'm a subscriber to MLB. I'm going to put some of those games on, you know, especially if, if we have first innings like yesterday, you know what I mean? Right. Like if you just start that bad, like at least Friday was kind of fun, but everything else sucked. No, nothing else was worth, worth any, worth any, worth anybody's time. Luckily I was at a family party during the game on uh Saturday. Right. So, I was forced not to watch the end of that because they just didn't get any runs, which, you know. I was in a baseball nap during the last four innings of that game. And don't forget, we still got to play the fucking White Sox again. Yeah. In the south side at the end of the month. But we face some bad teams. We face Minnesota, Pittsburgh. We got Pittsburgh twice. Not till know. next month, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we got St. Louis. and We got Minnesota a bunch. Well, we get the Rockies. In two weeks from today, we get the Rockies back in Wrigley, and the Rockies are historically bad on the road. Like, historically. We might sweep that series. Cubs might sweep the series versus the Rockies. Yeah, we did lose two or three to them in in Colorado. Though. Yeah, but that was in Colorado where they, they actually have – they're like they're like 10 games over 500 at home, but yeah. they're like 20 games below 500 it's on amazing. the road. It really is amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the standings here, and we've lost 61 games, 52 and 61. So add that up for me. That's 113. Yes. So that means that we have 49 games left. So all we have to do is win 10, 11 games to not get 100 losses. Can it be done? Do you see 11 wins on the schedule? Man, that's going to be tight. Bill says, I do not see 10 wins left this season. We're playing Pittsburgh a lot. We got Minnesota, a bunch. Well, I'm looking at the schedule, and I just said the next nine games, done. I think we win two versus KC. We win all three against the Rockies. So that's five by the end of this month. And then we get some bad teams. So, yeah, I can see 11 11 wins. I we I don't think we're going to approach 500 baseball though the rest of the year. Tom says 19 and 30. Um uh, Nathan says 69 and 93. Now, that is a plausible record and also very nice. Yeah. It would be kind of nice. If yeah, you're going to if you if you're going to suck, let's do it nicely. Suck. Yeah, let's do it nicely. Um suck nicely. 
The last, so Bleacher Bump Band, I just said, that's next Saturday, a week, uh, let's see, the 21st. So come see the Royals. I think we could beat them. And then come see the Bleacher Bum Band. It'll be the last time we maybe play some of these songs. We decide to give them one last go-round, like your Javi B. Goods, your Viva Chris Bryants, that kind of thing. Even Florida Man, I might just change to a song about an actual Florida man, like an anti-vaxxer who, like, you know, stormed the Capitol or something like that. Yeah, you know oh what I mean? God. Yeah, I guess, you know, it hadn't really dawned on me how – how tied a lot of your songs are to the individual players. That's why I'm changing it. That's why I'm changing the way I do things. I wrote a song called Steve Garvey's Hairy Arms. That's gonna we're gonna try that one out. I got the Cubs, the Cubs of '69, nice. And then yeah. so I'm, I'm changing. The, I'm gonna do more Cubs. You tropes. got uh, Harry lives on in the taps. That's yeah, a favorite. Yeah, we're gonna do that one. So like, yeah, I need to change it so that. And then every now and again, like Hug Watch, that's the oh, new one. Come and, on, Tom. Tom says Come maybe on. They, Yeah, Tom says maybe they surprise and go 40 and 9. I don't think so. What? Never. <laughs> Never. This this dude, we just told you who's on the team. And you still don't know them. <laughs> you still that I still gotta look back to think of their names. I'm like, wait, who hit that home run? <laughs> you know, Romine, uh, which one? Austin or Andrew? Yeah. Um I so, was so confused when I first saw Romine at shortstop. I just did not understand what was, was going on. Yeah. I didn't even know I he did. was still injured. So the other announcement I have is like people have asked me, because we're doing the tailgate on September 18th at Miller Park. And people are like, so uh, I paid for this. Like, are we still doing this thing? And I'm like, yeah, of course we're doing it. We're doing it. But I also know that nobody's heard anything from anybody about it. Stuart McVicker has been on vacation all week. He goes, let's talk about this when we get back. We'll send everybody an email, kind of give them the scoop about what we're doing. We have to call the Brewers and get our tailgate spot. They're going to tell us about that. They're too busy winning and celebrating their wonderful lives <laughs> so that they so they haven't reached out to us. So we're going to reach out to them. They said to reach out to them about a month before it happened. We're right about there. So we're going to have more details about that soon. So I'm basically announcing that, yes, we are doing it. And, yes, we'll tell you what the hell is going to happen soon. But it's basically show up a couple hours early. We're going to get drunk in the parking lot, and then we're going to go watch a baseball game. That's what, really what's going to happen. So um, so TFCs, you know, I didn't remember because we've been doing such these uh, these flexing cubes. Uh, we've been doing them um, like strange shows lately, ever since everything weird happened. So I don't really remember, like, which ones I put out and which ones I didn't put out because I don't remember that. we Did we even do TFC last time? On Friday, you did not. We did not. No. Okay. That's what I was wondering. So I have some um, uh, leftover. No, but tell me, did I give this one? Did I give this one um, that uh, fully vaccinated Steph said commercials in 20 yes. years be like if you. OK, I did do that set. OK, because I didn't know where my one started and where the other ones end. Did I do this one? Um, here is tonight's Cubs starting lineup. Yep. And I love who said new phone. Who dis? OK. Yep. All right. So that's Rickens. where it ends. OK, that's yeah. where it ends for me. So I'm going to start here then. Uh, with Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates. This was retweeted by our good friend John Baker. He said, they said, join us for Pride Night at PNC Park. And they are giving a hoodie with a rainbow and uh, and a P, with his, which is also rainbow, a Pittsburgh P. And then, but somebody, of course, responded to that. But it's not as bad as you think. 
El Dingo Goat said, does you have to be a gay to go? Kind of wanted to go to this game because I am off. <laughs> and Red Pilled Yinzer says, you just have to be gay that night to go. You can go <laughs> back to straight afterwards. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Because usually, I mean, there were those other comments, the ones that you're thinking of. Yeah, the, they, that was they, not a terrible. That was kind of a fun exchange rather than the horrific exchanges we would be expecting. And I got this one from uh, – Manfred killing baseball. I feel like the only reason the Cardinals traded for Lester was to piss off Cubs fans. I can't think of another reason. <laughs> I really you may be right. Yeah, I, I mean, it really is a, a real uh, head scratcher. And then uh, there's this one that it's this statement from Chairman Tom Ricketts. Somebody parodied his media release. Oh, <laughs> and nice. I, this is great. He says this is a little longer. I want to personally thank Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, and Chris Bryant for increasing the value of the Cubs franchise. While their days of taking the field together as Cubs have come to an end, they made me more money than any of you could ever imagine. I also wish to acknowledge Jed and his team for making the tough decisions necessary to save me lots of money for the foreseeable future. Lastly, I want to say fuck you to all Cub fans. <laughs> You're all suckers for believing anything I've ever said. Thank you for being pawns in this enormous money-grabbing scheme. Nice. Brilliant. Yeah, that's well written. It's it, it's in his it voice. Yeah. So that that's my my slew from the my backup. I had to get those out there because they're good. Those are okay. good ones. Well, and I only have one today, and this is, uh, you know. We, we're constantly hearing more and more about uh, the the minor leaguers and how, how shitty it is uh, to be a minor leaguer when these fucking billionaires just don't give them shit. And uh, Jeff Passan says, I'm sure there are plenty of people who would love to play baseball for $10,000. Those people also suck at baseball. Please take this antediluvian argument and fire it into the sun so it can spontaneously combust and never again rot this timeline. It's facile and dishonest. Antediluvian, by the way. (laughs) I I know a lot of people, including me. Yeah, there's a number of words in there that were hard to read. It is the time before the flood, the biblical Noah flood. Meaning it's ridiculously old-fashioned. Yeah. So it antediluvian period is the time period chronicled in the Bible between the fall of man, Adam and Eve, and the Genesis flood in biblical (laughs) cosmology. The term was coined by Thomas Brown, who I've never heard of. No. I mean, Tom Brown, doesn't he sell shoes? I don't know. Like, (laughs) the fuck? That's Buster. Oh, that's Buster Brown. That's right. Tom's his dad. So, uh, Boob Nightingale, he had a good one. Uh, he tweeted this out inexplicably. He said, congratulations to the Chicago White Sox for clinching the AL Central on the first day of August. So, And then he went to, uh, goes on to say how they won. But what? Right. It's just like, why? What? What were you trying to say? I can't even figure out what he was trying to I say. Mean- Clinched division sounds very clear. I guess he's trying to be the first one to put that out there, even though it's not true. Yeah, He's like, it will be true, so I'm just going to be the first one on it. And then uh, there's this uh, 
this pissed me off. All right. The Chicago Cubs, they announced their tentative 2022 regular season schedule, which I do want to pull apart because there's a lot of bullshit in it that I'm going to make fun of and rip on. So I'm looking, look for that maybe Thursday night. That should be fun. Oh, by the way, we're going at 7. That's another announcement. Yeah, 7, seven o'clock, o'clock Thursday. Thursday. I got to pick up my sister from the airport. So, um, and then, but so I look up. I'm like, all right, now, so they announce the schedule, and they say, get your ticket deposit in now for the 2022 season. And I'm like, first of all, everybody's talking strike. Yeah. So I'm supposed to give you money for what everybody knows might be a strike here. And so now you're going to hold my money for another year, you know, I guess. Second of all, the nerve of asking people to buy tickets to a decimated team that nobody will doesn't even know who's going to be on it and get put a deposit is just the nerve. The tone deafness of sending that email on August 4th, four days after decimating the Chicago Cubs and breaking everybody's fucking hearts. They're asking for money. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hate the Cubs. The only reason, the only way it could have been better is if they would have had Rizzo, Baez, and Bryant on, on the, the picture. On the picture, which, oh. by the way, uh, this would have been an actual good TFC. Twitter keeps posting pictures of Anthony Rizzo as the picture for the game. Right, like when you when you click on the little uh, whatever the magnifying glass on the side to uh-huh. to search Twitter. And it'll say, Cubs are playing the White Sox, and it's Anthony Rizzo on the picture. They oh, did that God. twice this weekend. Oh, Jesus. So I, I look up how much of a deposit do these Cubs want. So I go through the whole thing. I sign in. I, I do the whole thing to see how much deposit they want. $200 plus a $5 service fee. Yeah. That's just a deposit. There is no tax on your deposit. But, of course... There will be tax on your tickets when you go to use your deposit to buy tickets from those assholes next year. And by the way, don't buy tickets. No. They don't deserve that. Once again, that's like you coming to see my plays. And if they, they suck for two years, don't buy. I, nobody would buy tickets. And you shouldn't. Buy them from StubHub. Buy them through our links. Um, the Real Squillo says uh, this should be your new song. Don't support the Rickets. Sell your tickets. Don't support the Rickets. Sell all your tickets. Yep. Would be an instant hit, he Um, or she says. I don't know what a squillow is. I don't know what gender squillow is. Don't know. Could be genderless. So, uh, oh, yeah, Steve Stone, uh, he he said, Steve Stone's making fun of the Cubs because he hates us. He goes, Steve Stone, this is the Cubs World Series. Liam Hendricks. Cartwheels off mound while striking out a dude with a seventy OPS plus. <laughs> it's true. They were a little little celebrate-y. little celebrate-y. Yeah, for beating our. I mean, that's what? so disingenuous. He knows that's not true. He's he's like almost trying to fill that Hawk Harrelson spot there a little bit by needling the Cubs fans. Hating Cubs fans is a time honored White Sox fan tradition, um, and we're supposed to take the high road. And not point out, like, not point out real things that are happening. Like, you can't draw, you know. I mean, draw uh, fans to your. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you can't paint, <laughs> can't sketch. 
<laughs> um, and then finally, and I got to go the list of artistic yeah, yeah. failings that you yeah, have. You can't sculpt. Um, <laughs> can't chisel. <laughs> so I, I, I removed my hat and then put it out this way so I can remove my, remove my hat again to the Sun-Times for their cover of their sports page. Tom Ricketts making that Ricketts sad face. And the headline, Hero to Zero. I'm yeah, going to I'm, nice. I'm, look, I'm Nancy Pelosi uh, clapping at the Sun Times and and um, and at Tom Ricketts. That's my sarcastic Nancy Pelosi clap impersonation. Um, brilliant. Hero to zero. Fuck Tom Ricketts. But. As I said, there's a lot of blame to go around. We've been saying this. Theo's to blame. Ricketts is to blame. He didn't, he didn't, you know, they haven't signed anybody since Daniel Descalso. That's probably Ricketts' fault. $275 million going out of the Dodgers' payroll. Ricketts, what's he sitting at? Yeah. I I mean, I I do believe that Theo was I don't I don't believe that this front office has been great at evaluating major league talent for the free agent market. Like they have not been good at that. It's like every, just like Theo, every trade Theo wanted to win, every free agent signing, he wanted to find the guy who was going to be super cheap and be worth a ton. You know what I mean? Like he was trying to find that rather than just say, this guy's good. He's worth that money. Let's just do that. He's always always trying to get too smart. Yeah. Oh, Oh, Tommy John. We'll bring you in, we'll pay you for two years, and then we'll let you go to another yeah, team. Smiley. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. But he, he always wanted that reclamation sort of deal rather than just doing it. So that is a problem, but I think also there could be part of that where Ricketts just wouldn't let him go after guys unless they had two Tommy Johns because then they would be cheaper. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, and they haven't developed any starting pitching. We've gone through that. We've, you know, that's why I'm excited about Justin Steele, because if that works, when I was alive, pitched awesome last night or on Saturday, that excited me because I'm like, all right, good. Maybe finally it's this is too little, too late, but if maybe we got something. Maybe we have some cross control, controlled pitching, which means you can spend in other directions. Like they say, it's not a rebuild, it's a retool. I call bullshit. These dudes are teenagers that you just traded for. They're not good. They're nowhere close to the major league. So unless you're expending money, it's a rebuild. Unless you're going to buy all the, unless you get Freddie Freeman to play yeah. first base next year for the Cubs and a bunch of other guys, by the way, pitching starters position, but you got to buy a whole new team. We just went through all these new guys. And I think one of them Maybe. might still be on this team next year. Yeah. And Ortega is a fourth outfielder. Yeah. If he if he can keep up doing what he's doing, everybody else. Oh, I don't know. In the one, maybe I don't know. Yeah, Ortega fourth outfielder, Fargus fourth outfielder, probably. Like yeah. those are your only two guys that might have a shot at this. On a, on a mediocre team, there are fourth outfielders. Yeah. On good teams, they're not on the team. Yeah. So anyway, we we beat this dead horse in the next two months. <laughs> Trying to give you some entertainment, people. Thanks for yeah. sticking around, though. Um, I don't know what song should I play at the end. There's only a few uploaded. Oh, I can't wait. To, on Thursday, we got to do a little where are they now? Oh, yeah. And we do have to do a... Today, we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. 
Yes. Where are they now is going to take a full hour. Yeah, so we'll do it next Thursday. <laughs> we'll do it on Thursday after we don't want to talk about the Brewers series and do something else <laughs> because we got swept again. <laughs> um, what do you got? Temperature check. What do we? Do? What happens in this? You think we get swept? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I'm looking at possibly getting 13 game losing streak going. Already, we're in the midst of it. I say we win the steel start. Okay, that would be great. Yeah, I yep. say steel pitches well in that start. Ross pulls him in the fifth with 63 pitches. <laughs> and yeah. then we blow it in the bullpen. That lose 2-1. Two, two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just say we win the steel start. That's the only thing I feel. We're facing all their aces. It's going to be hard. I, I mean, unless they pull pull their aces, which I don't think they'll do. I think they'll want to rack up wins against the Cubs right now and, you know, keep their keep pace in the – in yeah. the in the division uh, about the same or even gang ground. So, um, all right, well, Spagog, I'm going to play Cubs time machine. I, I kind of missed that song. Yeah. All right. Spagog. Spagog. I had a vision. I had a vision just the other day that I traveled back to 1908. The last year the Cubbies went all the way Made a decision That I never want to come back again I'll miss you all but this place is heaven Cause here the Cubbies are the champions And I'm not getting back in that time machine Saying goodbye to my old life Staring at a screen I ever seen Can't finally win it all in 2016 Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah Suicide admission To see the games A dollar fifty cents Good thing I left some money In my pants Now I'm watching Evers and Chayers Overall's pitching Damn I had hoped to see Three Finger Brown Knows how to throw and mow The batters down At least I can't afford The tickets now Wow, oh wow And I'm not getting back In that time machine I'll drive a Model T Ford on 10 cent gasoline Unless the best Team I ever seen can finally win it all in 2016. I am not kidding. Span could be watching Chicago win the World Series. I'm not getting 
machine I'll root for Ed Rubach and Johnny Kling Unless the best damn Cubs team i ever seen Can finally win it all in 2016 And I'm not getting back in that time machine Here they don't call it a trough They call it a latrine Unless the best damn Cubs team i ever seen I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 